What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, you know what it is. It's Super Wildcard Weekend here on the pod. We go through all six games, three AFC, three NFC. Of course, we're going to make a 0.0% guarantee. How can we not? Can the baby goat get his first playoff win? We also absolutely troll Eagleson to death about the World Juniors Finals. And then my bookie's People's Parlay to close it all out. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. He's on. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Setterman. Joining me today, and as always, for our NFL Super Wildcard Weekend preview is my co-host and longtime, actually, not my best friend this weekend, too much negative energy from Fair. him, which Fair. I think he agrees with, Fair. is Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? We'll leave the juicy stuff to later in the pod, but Jack, I am proud to be an, an American. American, and honestly, I have I had no idea I was this proud. So, Eagleson woke up this morning. Eagleson, get in here. We're getting Where's Eagleson on early in the pod today. There right? he is. First of which, Eagleson's mother, if you're listening to this, he's cutting class right now. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll pay him for it. We'll pay him for it. Two, we woke up to a text this morning from Eagleson absolutely crying his eyes out. Jack, can you back me up on that? So, I posted late last night. I had some people who were requesting the World Juniors be posted. So That I said, must be our, our Canadian audience. Cannot be anyone in this country. There were a couple Americans, but mostly Canadians. So, I posted, right. then the USA wins. It's actually more tears than you could ever imagine. I wish you had seen the replies. I posted, LOL, we beat them at their own sport, which... Already, obviously, as you can imagine, was a major trigger. Well done by me. I'm going to give myself an applause. But wait, but, how, is that, how is that a trigger? Hold like, on. Is hockey not Canada's sport? And then they respond, it's jokes on you, lacrosse is our national oh, sport. Oh, Eagleson, shut I, up. I said, yeah, shut okay. up. Yeah, okay. right, let's, let's run it back with lacrosse then. I've never played a, a down in my life in lacrosse, <laughs> but pretty much Eagleson tried comparing the World Juniors in Canada to March Madness in the USA, saying that we care about March Madness just as much that they do, um, the World Juniors. So you you mean to tell me that – where was the game? In Canada? Oh. oh, my God. On your own turf. We, we ran up in your trap, <laughs> pitched a clean sheet, left – Left you guys all with tears in your eyes. Bro, they pulled out a trash can with the Canada logo on it for the Stop. gold medal picture. And and our whole country didn't even know the game was happening? <laughs> My dude. Eagleson, I love you to death. How do you how do you sit in that country this morning? How I don't get it. There You know what you look like right now? You know what you look like right what? now? You look so distraught, which I seriously right, which not. makes it even funnier. You literally look like how care. I looked. You literally looked like how I looked at two forty two the day after Kawhi Leonard hit that shot against the Sixers. <laughs> where like my mind was just empty with a monkey clapping <laughs> thimbles in it like this, and I just had no purpose in life. And to think that my country, my beautiful country, the United States of America, was the one that did that to you, and 
how many people are in America? X amount of multi-millions had no idea the game was going on. You must feel like shit. I do. Like, we were pretty, like, <laughs> we were pretty heavy favorites, too. Like, just about everyone thought we were going to win. Obviously, we thought we were going to win, too. What was, Jack, do you have any idea of what their money we, line was? We were 270, plus 275. Oh, my God. If I knew that game was going on, I would have hopped on. <laughs> just brutal. Our entire group of forwards are first-round picks in the NHL. Hmm, cool. And every single defenseman but, except the bottom two. But the funniest part about it is, like, it's a national, it's a it's a worldwide tour. Like, March Madness, it wouldn't be offensive if any team won because it's, like, split up by college. This is, like, you guys think of it as, like, almost a mini World Cup or a mini Olympics. It's like a mini Olympics. Right? Right. And, and these we kids just are don't 19. Care. It's U20. It's the junior, so these U20. Um, let's just call it what it is. That is embarrassing. That is absolutely So as a Raptors fan, I was surprised that there weren't way more Raptors fans who who responded to me with like, we won your championship. No, which, they didn't. They didn't. Well, they did. Because they're in Tampa. But they won, They did win we were in the Toronto. year that, yeah, when they were in Toronto. Different team. I was just surprised by that. But overall, let's just, let's call it what it is. It's embarrassing that you, it's one of those things where it's like, you guys care so much about it. We don't care, and we still beat you. It's like the it's one of the lowest feelings that that one. Can hey, you got to give it to Canada though. They they played in a shutout. What in the quarters, the semis, and the final? Wait, hold on, hold Shut on. Up. You know what I'm thinking about? You know what I'm thinking <laughs> about? It's actually identical to what just happened to Eagleson. The Bills didn't care about their Week 17 game, and they still smoked them out of the playoffs. It's a tough. It's a tough Charles week been for taking AE. L after L. Just painful. LF, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, this is a good segue into Ravens Titans because I'm feeling very nervous for the game only because every single sports team I support is doing unbelievably, and that just never yeah. lasts. Tottenham Texas. going to a championship, Texas four in the country, Texas football new coach, Knicks have won four out of five games. Like it, it's the <laughs> the Ravens have won five in a row. It's actually insane. Uh, I don't know what this feeling is. I like sports, so that's why I like sports too right now. Right, which is I why do. it's impending. I've been meaning for to June, change my. But... Uh, I've been meaning to change my Twitter picture. Right now, it's just like some like weird guy. It says I don't like sports are dumb or something. I've had a a photo in my photo album for I don't know a month and a half now with a very large beard cropped onto my face. Yeah, I, I thought that would be my Twitter picture by now, but I think I need a new Twitter picture. That being said, Snapback fam, you are listening to the biggest Tennessee Titans fan <laughs> in the United States of America th- today. Ah, uh, here we go, everyone. Listen up, tune in. It's what you're here for. Ravens Titans Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern. Let's start with my start? piece of content. Let's start with my piece of content. Yeah. So I have no idea what this is. Okay. So the piece of content is. Let me pull up my phone. I have created or am i in the oh, midst sure of you did in the I'm midst sure of creating did. a why lamar jackson won his first playoff game bingo board and abe i'm saving this for you because i know you will be excellent at helping me fill in the spaces sure sure 25 sure. spaces if and when the ravens win i'm obviously gonna post it but free I'm space all, free space free space is the baby goat that's the middle and then yeah, what i'm joke. gonna do is when is when we win 
I'm going to take all the replies on Snap and screenshot them and film it. So here's what I have so far. So I only need – I've done a lot of the work, but you'll be able to fill in. This is why Lamar Jackson is going to win? No, no, no. This is for after he wins, why he won that game. Like, Perfect. Right? Because we've agreed. There's no way he – You want me to rattle some off the top of my head? I'm going to give you the list, then we'll fill it in. Titans had COVID. He only ran. Yep. They were favorites. Yep. They'll, They'll lose next round anyways. Yep. Josh Allen and Mahomes still better. Yep. <laughs> How much fun are you having right now? <laughs> Defense held Henry under 100 yards. Uh, see, that's Wh- not fair. Whatever you know it what is. I mean? Whatever it is. Like, however right. they... The defense ha- won the game. Yeah. So, Got Titans' it. defense is awful. Got no it. fans for home field advantage. Obviously. T- Titans missed field goals. Their of kicker's back. Dobbins and Gus ran for 200 yards. Lamar still only threw for less than 200 yards. Defense got Lamar turnovers. Still can't throw outside the numbers. Wasn't a primetime game. Strategy won't work against good defenses. Deshaun and Kyler would do the same with that team. Still can't come from behind and will never win a Super Bowl. So I need about eight more. I mean, I don't even need to say anything else about this game at that point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's no way you can lose. Right. I, I, don't, I don't need to say anything else about that game. Um, off the top of my head, I haven't looked into the Nashville West. Are you going? to the game uh tbd that's a good one weather okay weather so what uh, weather angle are you playing here if like it's a little wind? bit on the no if it's a little bit on the cooler side the weather played to baltimore's strength because baltimore okay. weather versus if the weather is okay. more likely baltimore um okay i got that written down did vrabel do a pregame workout on the sidelines okay. with the coach squats, didn't push-ups. do pregame workout right okay. um Injuries, just got to throw that one in there. Of if course. the third stri- if the <laughs> special teams player gets hurt for the Titans, we can throw that one in. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. When are the Ravens traveling to Nashville? Do you know? I would assume Friday night. That would be my right. Guess. So the Titans have been in Nashville for right. a while now, so right. they're probably hungover right now. <laughs> let alone on Sunday, players uh, are hungover. Players are hungover. Um, oh, you forgot he's playing against Ryan Tannehill. It's only it's only the Titans, right? It's only the Titans. like yeah. Um hmm. which also obviously fits into Jalen Mahomes still better, Titans defense is off. But listen, man, all credit to you. You just did a great job of breaking down my analysis for this game. <laughs> you know, I, I give you as, 18 as, angles right, on the Right. Game. And I, I really came in here only with like about seven to eight. I think we all know that you're kind of the X's and O's guys when it comes to this game. And me, I, I talk about what matters. Yeah. I talk, and, and I think and you you just outlined that entire thing. Um, wait, B-I-N-G-O-L-A-M. You're going to call it Lamar? Oh, that would be cool. Bingo. Or, yeah. B, B. Oh, you know what you could do? Choke. C-H-O-K-E. <laughs> X's and O's. Let's talk them. Here we go. Oh, first, let's get our bet in. Uh, or let's have a discussion about some form of a bet. I think you're copping out of a bet because you do believe. The first Ravens off, are gonna you. Win. First off, you on Twitter this morning <laughs> went way too far. Did I? Yes. Did you I? You tried to loop me into something that I wanted no part of. You tweeted at another podcast. Shout out the locker room. Um, that if the Ravens lost, we would have to shut down our feed. That's correct. And that is not something I agree to. <laughs> you, you, you took me from the Titan side, 
and you drugged me, my, drugged my drink, and then dragged me to the Ravens side, and That's then right. sent out that tweet. That is not what we will be dealing. So, with. but because you're not going to agree, let's let's figure out. I'm obviously going to make the zero point zero percent guarantee that we knew, and it's only going to continue because um, the Ravens injury report looks good. But let's figure it out. One thing that I was thinking that I is probably where we'll land. I think if he loses. I'm, I wouldn't go as far as to refer to him as the baby choke. He would actually have to throw for 86 yards. Like, it would be circumstantial. Like, if he throws for 300 and four touchdowns, no picks, and they lose, you can't give him the baby choke. He didn't really choke. But if he uh, goes... We're box score. Oh, we're box score watching this game. I got it. But got it, got it, got it. if he goes 0-3, three games is a favorite. It might be it might be fair to shed the I think if, no fair. no 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 no. If the Ravens lose this game, I don't care what Lamar's numbers look like. I think you have to get a purple eight jersey, but the name tag says Anta Takumbo. <laughs> <laughs> and that is your new and you uh. and every Sunday until Lamar wins a playoff game, you must wear the Antetokounmpo Ravens jerseys because as we've and talked about And I love about Giannis, before, so that one's not even that bad. The, the similarities between Giannis and Lamar in the playoffs are uncanny, and I am excited for it to further into the next chapter. So I think, you know, you have a good, you have a great opportunity for that just because, once again, Giannis is, isn't choking in the first round. Like, that's it's currently... Just, it's just, it's just his, he can't, his, his style of play right. Right. prohibiting him so from we, winning. We still have to get over that hurdle with Lamar. Like, once he gets the first, as we've discussed, the narrative will become, it doesn't matter, it's on the bingo board, his play style can't win a Super Bowl, right? Like, so we're not there yet. So we're still there. So I think if you're 0-3 in the playoffs, it's tough to be the baby goat. I did lay out Peyton Manning. He did start 0-3 through one touchdown through three playoff games. So for those reasons, um, I do think that, you know, you could argue that we might have to shed the nickname or do we transfer it if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl? Again, could he become the baby goat before he eventually becomes a goat? Those are just ideas. Patrick Mahomes is, you can toss the word baby out of there. My man he's not the goat, the goat yet. It's disrespectful. He's not the goat yet. He's it's... not the goat yet. Listen, man. I I think listen, I know you're gonna say you're playing the LeBron angle, right? I'm gonna say the Ravens are going to win, but I'm actually rooting for the Titans. And you know me. That's what I do. Yeah. It's it's just a perfect situation. The Ravens are favorited in this game mm-hmm. by three and a half points. Mm-hmm. I am a sucker. A sucker dating back to the Philadelphia Eagles run in 2017 for a home underdog in the playoffs. Um, what's the capacity in in Nashville? I think it's going to be around 10K. It could be honky tonk down, baby, honky tonk. <clears throat> um, so obviously, I'm going to pick the Titans here. But I look at the game last year. I'm going to box score watch for here. Let Lamar me, Jack. I, no, 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 I don't even no, no, feel like giving no, no, no. you any. Like, I, I know. I know you. You've you've analyzed the film from last year. <laughs> You, you've, you've started with how you can argue that the, the Ravens are going to lose this game, and then you've went backwards and found countering points. I know anything I say you're going to counter with, mm-hmm. and, and you've done way more research on this game than I have. I've slept this week, mm-hmm. thankfully. You, on the other hand, have not. Let's just look at the box score. The Ravens lost. So, 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 no, no, no. Stop. So, but, stop. Okay. Right. Stop. The Ravens lost, and I think we all remember it wasn't really close. They had a chance to battle back in the second half, and Titans just pulled away. 
Lamar Jackson accounted for 500-plus yards of total offense, and they still lost. Oh, see, that's – okay, okay. Go. Derrick Henry, how many yards did he have? 130, 150? Mm-hmm. That's another day in the office for him. If he goes out of his mind, he's going to have 220 against mm-hmm. you guys. 500 yards of total offense and couldn't beat this Titans team. Listen, I know their defense was better last year than it is this year. I know their defense is probably the worst out of all the remaining teams in the playoffs this year. But that's a hard pill to swallow. You you go for 500 yards by your quarterback alone and you can't win the game. Now You now, know when you know when I like, bury, now bury I like, me 6 I love when jet. your your thoughts lead into my main arguments right because so, they've all because you've gone down every thought no, that no, a titans no. fan right, can right, have about x's and o's and... of ravens titans here's the situation everyone knows we played them two games the playoff game right. last year the game this year i don't count the game this year there was covid going on you know football no. here's the deal with football and why like when people say there's no way that team wins i'm one of those people obviously with my 0.0s but it's right. a it's a round ball that bounces in in unpredictable ways you love you right? love right? this point exactly so the the sequence of consequences that had to occur in last year's playoff game to lose the game like they always say you need the perfect storm that's what they got i look at it as they is in the titans that's correct you were eight for eight on fourth and ones in 2019 over two in the game you know, Lamar throws a pass to Mark Andrews. Nine times out of ten, he completes that throw. The tenth not, time... Not in big games. We the, all know big games, Andrews. The t- exactly. The tenth time, it tips his fingers and falls incomplete. On that night, it falls into a Titan safety's hands. Um, you have, you know, just a million different examples. They pull out the jump pass. They, they got the perfect storm in that game. And if you look at the box scores from those two games, what does it tell? It tells that the Ravens are the better team. They move the ball with better success, and things just didn't fall their way. And because of that, even though these are independent sequences of events, one game is very different than the next, the chances, the statistical probabilities that that those things would continue to happen. You need eight coin flips in a row. That's what won them the playoff game. You need a few less maybe this year in Baltimore. Put it put it in a way that the people can understand. The Ravens have to hit two people's parlays in the same (laughs) game. Right, exactly, exactly. So the Ravens were 12-point favorites last year against That is embarrassing. I didn't even know it was that much. Exactly. 12 points? This year they lost at home as seven-point favorites. So once again, you understand the odds here. What is Vegas telling us? Well, they're not going to open the line Ravens minus six. They would take too much action. But they want to. Like, the hard opener was three plus the hook. And honestly, there is no difference. Home field does not get the same swing that it might have in years past. And I just think that's what everyone's saying is the Ravens are the better team. Are there ways? Could Lamar throw a bad turnover? Could there be a kick return? Could there be a million different sequences that flip the game? Absolutely. But you play this game 10 times, I believe the Ravens will win it seven, seven and a half times. You can't obviously win a half game. But let me give you the X's and O's. Offensively. Before you before yeah. you go, you said you think the Ravens would probably win seven out of 10 against the Titans. That's correct. Is that, is that and be honest, is that disrespect to the Titans or is that saying the Ravens are a lot better than people think they are? It's not disrespect to either. I don't think it's Do disrespect. We, like, I think we need to understand. Like, w- Listen, 
you and I are, are, are queen calling the Titans cuties. Yeah. Uh, it's come back to bite us in the ass numerous times. The Titans are averaging close to 35 points a game. Yeah, they're, they're a great offense. Their defense, defense is somehow worse than their offense, which is crazy. I was going through the Titans message boards. This is a fun fact. <laughs> you are such a loser. No, no this, Holy is actually, shit. this is actually a good tip. For if you're interested in a matchup, go to the opposing team's boards. You'll get really good information on like what not only they think the game plan is, but what like things I wasn't thinking of. I didn't know their tackle was out. I didn't know like different. I didn't know Corey Davis had a drops problem. Like I didn't know you actually learn a decent bit. One of the so most of it was I would say pretty realistic. Some fans see that. See, see, you go it. You go at the message board a way more mature way. Yeah, exactly. If I was playing the Titans in the playoff game and someone was telling me why Derrick Henry is going to run all over, I would send about nine LOLs and write he's ass. Right, exactly. So I went in. I didn't write anything. But the the funniest part was staring from afar. You sneaky bastard. The funniest part was there was one theory, and I call it a theory because there were multiple replies to it. That Mike Vrabel has been intentionally playing bad defense this season to save the scheme for I mean, the that playoffs. Is just, that That's is just—that's right just up your alley, of course. Right up my conspiracy right. theory alley. Throw that on the bingo board. And so, and so for that reason, it really—I use that as proof as to the stat, the state of that defense. When your diehard fans who are thinking smart outside of that are actually praying. That a one in a mil that he tanked the defense so that they could play better defense in the playoffs. You are a great fan. You are a great fan, but your team has a shitty defense. So, I think from an X's and O's standpoint, it could be a shootout. The one thing I'll note: I don't think you can really stop the Ravens. People say, <laughs> people say the Ravens can't throw. They obviously the run game is what's strongest. But their explosiveness actually also comes from the run game. People don't think of running as big plays. The Ravens are super explosive, which leads to passing explosiveness as well. The secondary is the weakest part. They have a decent front seven. But like I was showing in the film, we're spreading them out this year. Last year, they just loaded the box. The Chargers are the same thing as rookie year. Defensively, the one note this is the only thing I'll note is that the, the last game they played, Henry rushed for 50 yards before the fourth quarter in overtime. Now, does he wear down people? That's actually debated. It is a debate whether or not that's a real thing. Um, but let's just give him the benefit of the doubt. They did hold him to 50. And I'm pretty sure there's a stat out there. Like, if you just took Derrick Henry's yards in the second half, know, he's a top know, five but, rusher or something. But it's it's because they play the Jags, the Texans, Rundy. It actually has a lot to do oh, with Oh, you mean division. like the, the, the entire end of the Ravens schedule this year? Yeah, exactly. Ravens were missing their two best run stoppers, Clice Campbell, oh, Brandon cool. Williams, for their cool. last game. That's really important. Uh, I just think on paper, like I said, you got to play the game, but um, there's a 0.00000% chance that the Baltimore Ravens lose to the Tennessee Titans. If they do, let me know what you want me to do. I, you know, we all know I've been a huge fan of the Tannehill contract, the Henry contract. Right. From day one, I said it was a great deal. And on Sunday, it shows once again. We will finally, you know what? I'm not going to say it yet, but if the Ravens lose on Sunday to the Titans, the Titans are officially your daddies. So they're, they're officially yeah, your daddies. Yeah, they they would be the daddies. Lamar's of, daddies. Yeah, 
Exactly. And I think that's important because most of the people who are Lamar haters and Ravens haters, it's because of me posting obnoxiously about Lamar. Correct. Like you. Um, most people don't actually know the Ravens and Titans have a very historic rivalry. We right. used to be in the same division. Baltimore, twice Baltimore, a year. Or whatever. Colt, yeah. Whatever yeah. it was. I don't no, know. no, no. It was Baltimore Ravens versus Houston versus Tennessee Titans. But they Talk played. They just they just played in the same division. It was a very fierce rivalry. Yeah. So I mean, you can't you can't talk about what happened 15 years ago. That's right. irrelevant to today. But if the Titans beat the Ravens, the Titans are officially Lamar Jackson's daddy. Yeah. And, and I know there's I know there's somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Mahomes is their stepdad. I mean, no, Mahomes is just their their president um but there is a snapback fan member listening to this podcast probably the same one who photoshopped um a dolphin sucking my nipple what i called them babies yeah please do the same they already with, have that stuff with they have lamar with lamar, lamar sucking derrick henry's nipple That's that is my request out. for this game so final score prediction yeah <sighs> 33 27 titans but since I think the Ravens are going to win, I get two score predictions. <laughs> I'm going to go 33-27 Titans. I'm also going to go 33-27 Ravens. All right. I'm going to go 38-30. I think the Ravens are going to, like I said, so no one has stopped us. the over. No one has stopped us. What's the over-under in this game? And I think they'll get some late scores. The over-under is 55, which is, feels like a lot. But, when but I can easily see 30-25. to 25. I could. I don't see the whatever the Ravens team total is. You'll you'll catch me on that. Bills Colts, <laughs> the sneaky upset of the weekend in my opinion. Let's talk first. No big weather in Buffalo. Fans there for the first time. Watch out, folding tables in a very long time. Um, Abe, can I ask you something? Maybe. Why, why can the Bills win the Super Bowl? They're hot. Josh Allen playing at an MVP level. He's never won a playoff game. In fact, in his career, he's only gone to one. And he held a 16-point lead, which he blew to no one other you're than not, Bill O'Brien. You're not... Bill... Sp- Bill no, I understand. Okay, okay. I, I understand. So, but you're so, not going to spin this game into Josh Allen making pinning him against Lamar. No, you're no, just no. Not. So, so I want to ask you, why is the Bills hype there? Why can they win the title and the Ravens can't? I just want to hear from a Bills standpoint. Yeah, no. Um, the short answer for that is they can't. Okay. They can't win the Super Bowl because they play in a conference with Patrick Mahomes. So that's first things first. Now, if you want to say the Bills can win the Super Bowl, they're home every time until they face the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. They have the hottest team in football. They probably have the hottest offense in football. I mean, you could say the Ravens are the hottest team in football. No, the Bills are easily. But the, the Bills are scoring like seven of their um, last ten, yeah. winning thirty, scoring thirty points a game. Oh, not to mention a stat I saw was that they lost forty-two to sixteen to Tennessee and also lost by two scores to the Chiefs this year in, in their two biggest games of the year. You want to know a stat that I heard today about the Colts that blew my mind? What's a that? Phillip Rivers-led team was bottom three in turnovers this year. Hmm. I think that the Bills feel a lot like last year's Baltimore Ravens. It's everyone's team. Everyone loves Josh Allen. It's funny. It wasn't my team last year. Everyone loves them. 
And I think what you're missing on is a really good football team coming in. I wanted to play Tennessee. I had no business playing Indianapolis. Now, get pressure on Rivers, and that team looks way worse. And they But get pressure them. on Allen. Exactly. Get pressure on Allen. The Colts have one of the best front sevens in football. They, exactly. they gave Aaron Rodgers trouble. Um, Jonathan Taylor's running the ball really well. Reminds me of last year's Titans. I just think the speed on that defense combined with Frank Reich as a coach combined with I was going to say, I think, I think we're not giving the Colts offense uh, enough respect. I really don't. I think they T. were top, come out top 10 in scoring in the NFL this year. Obviously they have the offensive line. It's literally a, a, a dam, the yeah. Hoover dam. <laughs> you can't get past them with Quentin Nelson. Um, listen, man, I'm not sure I can sit here and pick the Colts, but if we're talking the most likely favorite to get upsetted this week, outside of the Ravens, I assume. Correct. I think you got to look to this game. I would have said Steelers Browns, but I think Stefanski is a big loss for them, even though he doesn't even wear football pads. <laughs> and other than that, this is tricky. I said, I said a while back. The Colts are a team that nobody wants to face just on how they're built. It's the playoffs. The weather is cold. You play in the trenches. That's what football people say, right? Mm -hmm. In the trenches. Mm -hmm. The game's won in the trenches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, got to protect the quarterback, winning in the trenches, yada, yada, yada. No shit. No shit. But the Colts have the foundation of what every football boomer that really gets off about football. Up front, on the defensive side of the ball, they have the people to protect Rivers. They can run the ball well. Can Desmond Patton make a play? That, that's that's what this the game question comes down at to. the end of that. That's what this game comes down to. He was active last game. He was active was really last right. week. He was active last um, week. And you can bet on him. His props are up as oh, a touchdown very score. Very nice. So Bills, Colts, official score prediction. I I feel like we're on the same wavelength. So I would imagine the First Colts, pick. The Colts, Colts plus six and a half. Us. Yeah. I, w- I think we go all the way up to seven just for – safety purposes what are we doing who do we think we are i don't know um but i do think i'll give them the benefit of the doubt because i think this is what people should give the ravens the benefit of the doubt i think the bills are the better team playing better and josh allen is spectacular right now so for that reason i'm gonna go 28 24 billy boys (sighs) yeah I'm going to go 31-27 Bills, but I think first pick of the people's parlay for this weekend, Colts plus six and a half. Cool. We'll discuss Colts that at the end. Uh, last game in the AFC, we'll take a quick break, then the NFC and people's parlay after that. Steelers versus Browns, of course. Of Like, if there was any team. Poor to, Browns, man. Right? Poor Browns. They're fans. I know that you don't like the Browns because, I mean, I actually them. feel like you shouldn't care about them. I don't They've care. been so irrelevant, irrelevant in your entire we, lifetime. Talking about daddy, we've been them like 18 of 20. Yes. It, well, so is the rest of the NFL, so you're not <laughs> alone in that. Listen, man, this is another game. Listen, I think Stefanski is a big loss. He's He's come in. He's helped Baker a lot. He's been a good play caller for them. He finally found them an identity. But are you meaning to tell me that a guy who doesn't even step foot inside the white lines yeah. can move a spread two points? Ooh. So Really? I, I no. Really? He normally That's a good question because Don't don't said, get me wrong, he can it's it's a big loss. It no, is. No, no, You're losing is. your play caller that but Baker trust for you to point that out because uh they put out player ratings all the time. Action Network does it, other sites do it. And, like, quarterbacks are four. Like, Mahomes is six off the spread versus Henny. Lamar's, you know, eight off of Tyler Huntley. 
like whatever they they actually say what it would move the spread Tyreek Hill Travis Kelsey they're the highest skill players or any player besides quarterback and it's a single point so what you're saying is how can a coach be two points I think it was a combo between sharp money smart betters taking the Steelers and Cleveland. I think. Why think are it- they? Why are they? What did these sharp better see in the last X amount of week from the Pittsburgh Steelers? I'll tell that you exactly. I'm, that I'm missing. Yeah. So two things. Number one, we want to talk about daddies. The Browns. I don't care. I don't. Sorry. I don't care if you think the Steelers are going to win or the Browns yeah. are going to win. Yada yada yada. I just don't understand how anyone can well, look sure. at that Steelers team the past few weeks and say I'm going to take them to cover the spread. It's exactly. Well, it's by low which is always their favorite thing to do. Number two, the Browns barely beat the Steelers' backups. And that's not because of anything outside of it's a nightmare matchup. Baker is the worst quarterback in the league against pressure, under pressure. The Steelers have the number one pressure rate in the NFL. The Steelers, when the Browns thought they were going to come in, they were 3-1, and one, or I forget what they were at that point. They lost 38-7. to seven. They got absolutely smoked. They barely make the playoffs against this team with Mason Rudolph and a bunch of backups. So... I see a two. I gave out a pick. Ravens, Steelers, Moneyline Parlay. I think it pays one, plus 115. I think it makes a lot of sense. And I get why the Steelers. Now, Stefanski being out, they also lose their offensive lineman. I think it was Betonio, if I'm not mistaken. No, I who's, have no idea. Who, once again, I follow Brown's Twitter around. That's a big loss to them. Those guys, like, you you wouldn't be able to name any other big losses across the NFL, but if you lost a certain player on the Eagles, you would be able to describe the impact. So that's kind of what I use for that info. Uh, Narrative-wise, let's have some fun. Browns make the playoffs for the first time in 19 years. They don't know how to act, as expected. I wouldn't either. Are you really trolling Juju by playing Corvette, Corvette in celebration? That seemed like... It's a banger. It's a banger. It's a great song. And that I would love to dance to that and make TikToks to that. But Ooh, maybe the make a, maybe you order in. Maybe you order a Derrick Henry jersey and post on Instagram you doing Corvette, Corvette. Ooh, and just dancing then, on top of it. Yeah, and then we come choke you out to resemble that of <laughs> Lamar Jackson. So is there anything... I mean, you said you love the underdog angle. How I much... think the biggest narrative of this thing, Baker Mayfield can earn his contract in this game. If he, and, you, and I think you point. should be That's rooting a... for the Browns. If Baker Mayfield wins this game, he gets $35 million a year, which as a Ravens fan, I think you know how you feel about that. So if I'm you, I am rooting for the Browns because that leaves the Steelers in kind of a little bit of, you hate the Steelers, a little bit of a disarray. Who's their next quarterback? Josh Dobbs. But they're probably going to have to draft a guy because Big Ben's on his way out. Does Big Ben retire? Um, Worst Steelers cuties all along. Listen, a feel-good story. I think everyone wants the Browns to win this game. Everyone wants to see it. But then you have people like me who smile at the demise of others that would love to see just people kicked while they're down right you know it, it feels um, very nick-ish but I, it's interesting it's words. interesting that you said that the browns they haven't been here since the bush administration <laughs> or the clinton the clinton administration and the last thing they're doing is acting like they've been here before right which is um, i get it i'm excited which, oh i i would i would be act acting the same exact because way. For, act a fool for the reason that it and it's the same reason i'll act a fool even if the ravens win one playoff game we've been there before but like you got to celebrate the wins there's only one team that's gonna end up winning the title right. so if Jeez. you don't celebrate the wins every season 
of your life, except for maybe Every one. Every season starts at Dix. Is gonna is gonna be an L. So I don't think we can touch this game. Score prediction. What do you got? You know what, Cleveland? This is for you. <laughs> this is for you. Twenty five, twenty three Browns. You're picking. What's your obsession with the number twenty five today? How, ben you, Simmons. You're calling score down here. Uh, I'm gonna go Steelers thirty, Brownies twenty. Four. I thought you were about to say like thirty. To I was 13. gonna say I was gonna say tw- I was gonna say twenty twenty one, but maybe they get something late. Nah, I'll go thirty twenty one. Nine point dub for the Steelers. I like them to win. I'm not trying to call a bunch of upsets like a backdoor cover. Yeah, maybe. Or do something. you think they dominate throughout? No, nah, I think I think they'll take care of business and cover the spread. So thirty twenty one. Pittsburgh. All I hope. I mean, this is the last game of Wild Card Weekend. You can only hope it's a good game. Yeah, that's you really true. can. And and. It's prime time. We need some brown stuff to I don't, happen. You know what? Listen, I'm not going to try and play doctor. I've succeeded at that plenty of times before on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Why can't Stefanski coach from the booth in his own booth, quarantine in there? Good question, Abe. And as our – you've always played doctor. I've always played CDC on this pod, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Settleman. They kind of go – Like why can't it. they put him in a hazmat suit, walk him up to the booth, and then just, you know – so they are trying to figure out options because Kirk Herbstreit called the semifinal remote and that worked out fine. So would there be some method for that? That could be cool at home. Number two, could they put him? They're not going to put him on the sideline. That's obviously, no, obviously. never. No, you put him in a booth by himself. Put him in a booth, right? So I was, I was discussing this with someone. And what is it saying if you're taking someone who's known to have COVID and he's walking by security, right? Like security That's has what I'm to saying, check. throw him in a hazmat suit. Throw him suit. in a hazmat suit. I don't know. I like I think he would do it. I think Browns fit. Like, I'm not against it. The optics, you know the NFL is all about optics. You want to talk about optics. Did you see what Sean Payton said? What he said. He and I, he was serious about it, yeah. which would crush. He wanted to quarantine fifty thousand fans for a time period before the Saints game. So that they could actually have a home field advantage. <laughs> Which, if amazing. there was a home playoff game at Lincoln Financial Field and the Eagles were in it, would I quarantine for 10 days? You're damn right. That would be electric. Duke, Duke and UNC fans already do it. <laughs> they do. They literally sit for a month in tents for a And ticket. someone was saying, like, if there's anyone, any city that, and team that should be able to quarantine for a playoff, everyone wants fans in Buffalo. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Um, but I think Stefanski can find his way up there. I agree. Optics. I'm... Screw optics. It's the playoffs. All right. So here we go. Playoffs. I've got Ravens. Abe has Titans and Ravens. We both went yes. Bills. Good Abe strategy. went Browns. I went Steelers. Those are our AFC picks. After the break, <laughs> NFC. And of course, we are going to deliver you. Deliver. Deliver. Vernon, who's on. out. That's oh, yeah, what I was trying Achilles. to get That's there. a tough loss. Uh, deliver you some winners. We'll be right back. All right, fam, we are back. NFC Super Wild Card Weekend. First game. Super Wild Card. This line, I don't know. Is it up on my bookie right now? Let me see. I got minus four. Yeah, Rams. Rams plus four in Seattle. Divisional matchup. Both games this season have gone under the total, have been pretty low scoring. The total on this one is 42.5 total points. Uh, Jared Goff, I don't think it sounds like he's going to play. 
It's not a pain tolerance. What is the spread with Goff? Two? Uh, One? Three? It's not much more than this, which is crazy to say. Does that mean that the, the accountant Wofford is nice? It means that in a very, very, very small sample size, Wofford has played better than Goff this season. Listen, man, I think if you're looking at one upset at the weekend, we're looking here. Sean McVay, greater than Pete Carroll. Agreed? Mm-hmm. I think Sam Fran showed last week that if you take DK Metcalf out of the equation, Seattle's offense is tough. Who better to do that than Jalen Ramsey? Who's craziest at in the in the highest passing season of all time, Jalen Ramsey was giving up 20 yards per game to his receiver. That's good. Uh, that's that's very good. That's very good. Seattle is not the team that they were in September when everyone was giving Russell Wilson their MVP, giving Seattle the Super Bowl. I mean, John Gruden was going back and forth, Packers-Seattle, Packers-Seattle. I think I won that one. Um, this feels like a Vegas line. This feels like a Vegas line. John Vegas Wofford. cover line or a Vegas money line upset? Because what, what's the difference when the spread's that small? The difference is is it is it doing exactly that? If Seattle's going to win by a field goal, then the Rams have just as good a chance to win the game. Correct, but I, I agree with that under ninety nine percent of the circumstances. Oh, and this one game has to be the one percent until you start playing with fire, which is Russell Wilson, and realizing that every single game they win is they they could be up thirty, down thirty. It's ending. Within one possession, it's, it does not matter. Last week, perfect example. They're down 17-7 to 7 or something. They go up. San Fran scores. Like, they are incapable of winning by multiple scores. Uh, you said they're a different team than they were in September. Is that a good thing? Because they, we knew they weren't sustainable. Now their defense... It's a good thing for the Rams. But, but is it? Because their defense is kind of coming Jamal together. Adams might not play. But he hasn't been good this year either. So... Is it truly a good thing? I don't know. I don't know. I think this is a low like like every Seattle Seahawks game, Russell Wilson controls this game. Right. Can the Rams compete on the scoreboard with Russell Wilson? No, if he's going off, they just can't, especially with John Wofford. If they can hold this sounds like as basic as it sounds, but if they can hold Russell Wilson to have an above-average game, not even a superstar Russell Wilson game, an above-average game, then maybe. The right. best chance the Rams have of winning this game is keeping it low-scoring. I think they're under, has gone under like 12 of their games this year, and Seattle hasn't scored more than 23 in like the last month or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think the Rams can do it. Oh, I trust do. me. I already picked the Rams in my bracket. I, it's just a question of, for the people's parlay, what angle we're going to go under. with here. Because we feel under. But it's so little points. And I, I would want to wait for Goff. It feels like one of those overall. Like, all right, so if Goff has that much of an impact on the spread, how much more of an impact? He does That little of an impact, it, how it, much it's little? It's for me. I, I do believe that a quarterback who's led this team to a Super Bowl has a little bit more. Has, of an has a little more than a guy whose LinkedIn page is still active, even if a very small sample size. He's outperforming Jared Goff. Yes, the most fun important fact. game. Fun yeah. fact about mm-hmm. LinkedIn: I am LinkedIn connections with Ron Jaworski. Ooh, very nice. I am with Meta World Peace. You mean Ron Artest? That's also him. I'm aging myself. The game of the weekend, the Nickelodeon game. It's Mitch. It's the Saints. no. It's not. No, it's not. 
I'm pretty sure it's the Brady game. No. No. Is it? No, it's Saints Bears. It's Saints Bears, Nickelodeon. I don't know. You're not. I'm positive. You must have made this all 0.0 before I Google it. 0.0. You said it was going to be Brady, and I think you convinced yourself in some type of psycho. Yeah, no. Yep. Definitely convinced myself, and it's definitely Saints and Bears. Nice. So Saints, Bears, even My boy Mitch. Yeah, your boy Mitch on Nickelodeon. It'll also be on other channels. Kamara, you're welcome. I mean, if you're not watching this on Nickelodeon, what are you doing? From the NFL, a gift. You get to play the game on Sunday. Alvin Kamara will be active and off the list. Um, Is there – someone asked me, is there a chance the Bears win this game? Yes. Big chance. Big, big chance. Um, Listen. We all know who the Saints are. They're good. Michael Thomas, back he hasn't been. Who knows how that'll work? Probably pretty well considering he's got a solid connection with Drew Brees. But defensively, the Bears, they're no slouch. They are not. They are no. They have taken the quite opposite turn that the Seahawks did. Seahawks couldn't stop scoring. They couldn't stop anyone. Now they're the opposite. Bears, they couldn't score. They could, And they stopped everyone. And now it's the opposite. Their scoring has improved, but their defense has kind of gone out the window for whatever reason. That's why I love the Saints here. I yeah, love... I think the Saints are probably the safest pick of the weekend, but I've got too much love for Mitch. Mitch is going up against the fifth-ranked passing defense in the yeah. league. Now, Mitch has been a roller coaster since he's returned on the job. He's been unbelievable. He's been absolutely trash. But the Bears... Since they played, I think it was maybe Tampa on that Monday night game. Mm-hmm. They have really haven't beaten anyone like notable uh, of recently. I mean, they did the they they got into the playoffs by losing their final game, which is pretty Mitch thing to do. Yep. I would love love for the Saints to lose this game. Of not course. not even Mitch to win, but we all know how I feel about the Saints and getting screwed over by the NFL. They dodged a bullet with Kamara and the game being played on Sunday. But I think that's just the NFL tickling just to punch. I think the Saints roll here. Saints roll? Yeah, I just convinced myself. Okay, okay, cool. Because <laughs> I'm on the same. I, I think this is, in my opinion, this is my favorite defense left in the NFL playoffs. The Saints is. And I think that's really. Favorite? Yeah, that's my favorite defense. I take him over the Rams. The Rams are close, close second. You're thinking about the football team. And and I understand the football team, but they're so bad offensively that. Are we like, at that point where we can, like, organically call them the football team and it doesn't feel weird? Yeah. Or do you have slip ups with the Redskins? No, nah, I've had slip ups, but for the most part. If I'm part, texting, I usually write skins. Yeah. That makes sense. I, they were in your division. That's a little tougher for you. But Bears-Saints, my analysis on this game is Saints will score. and The Bears and, won't. <laughs> and, the Bear, and the Bears really won't. They're at home. They're really good on that turf. They're playing better footy. Breeze, you know, he's a little healthier now. They didn't look, once again, they didn't look great in Carolina. But that defense is legit. It really is. Storyline, Breeze's last hurrah. Imagine Mitch ends Drew Brees' career. Oh, my God. I am the biggest Bears fan this weekend. And that's the Taysom Hill era, the guy who will underthrow any receiver you put his way. And way better than Lamar Jackson, according to their GM. But not Jalen Hurts. Last game in the – oh, score predictions. I'm going Saints big, 34-20. to 20. I had 30-14. to 14. Okay. Bucks, Washington football team – 
we'll just start off with the main topic. Chase Young, my guy. What are you doing? Um, I get it. You're a competitor. That's I, cool. Yep. That's, uh, that's, you're a rookie. You like that. You're a rookie. I love the young guys who are confident. I actually prefer you're a beast. that. You're a beast, so you he, have that. You're probably defensive rookie of the year. Um, shut your mouth. It's not even shut your mouth. It's more so just like, I at this point, you don't want to give fuel to Patrick Mahomes. You don't want to give fuel to Tom Brady. But like, there's actually no less person in the world, I think. Then Tom Brady, you want to do that too. Like, you just don't ask for Tom Brady. Would you, you have a problem? So, for those of you who live under a rock, um, Chase Young won the beat the Eagles in a competitive football game last weekend. We can talk about that. I want to talk get into that issue at the end of this, okay. or lack thereof issues. Um, Chase Young in a tough fall game beat the Eagles, ran off the field saying, I want Tom, I'm coming for Tom. Would you have a problem with this quote if his team wasn't 7 and 9 and maybe they were, I don't know. 10 and 6, 11 and 5. Yeah. Like you're winning, you just won the worst division of all time in the NFL. And now you're going to Tom Brady. That seems like I mean just the biggest Abe Granoff move of all time. <laughs> so it's actually funny you mention that. I think because they're so bad, it's it's it made the statement not as bad. Like it's like he's just saying that cuz he's a young kid and he's excited to play in the playoffs. Like he doesn't actually want Tom Brady versus well, no, he like, does. He does want to tackle him, right? But he doesn't actually want to play the Bucks because that would just be a dumb thing to think. If he were ten and five, and like, nah, we want Brady. We don't want to play Wofford. Like, we that would be like the worst extreme of it. So, uh, Mike Evans sounds like he'll be able to play, which I am not buying into. I, th- I think you just you sit him, sit him for this one. If you, you can't, can't, if you can't beat the football team. With Godwin, with AB, the way he's playing, with Gronk, the way he's playing, with Rojo, the way he's running the ball, your defense finally coming together. You know, Mike Evans, a receiver isn't putting you over That's, the top. But here's the thing. You're I never, know the defense is no, fierce. You're, you're never going to say we're sitting our guy just because we're sitting. Like, you're not You're not. You're not going to pull gonna, a Week 17 wild card weekend. Ex- exactly. And so maybe he's a decoy. Maybe he doesn't play his full snaps. He will be active. I believe, but I'm not buying his health. The injury sounded worse. It sounded like it was going to be a few weeks. Then there's no damage, but then he's not practicing on the injury report. I don't quite buy it. This game, everyone's going to pick the Bucks. I'm going to pick the Bucks to win the game. But this is, and as a Ravens fan, I will always pull that card. There is, there is about as perfect of a formula to beat Tom Brady as there is. I mean, on people any have been saying it for the last twenty years. How do you beat Tom Brady? But it rings true every time. Yeah. Pressure Brady. The Eagles had the great front in the Super Bowl. They were able to do it and Okay, and time see... out, time out, time out, time out. Time yeah, I know out. they put up forty points. Right, right, right. But but what was the difference in the game? It was a, the it was fumble a and getting pressure yeah. on Brady, the sack fumble. But the football team, sixth in sacks, fourth and fewest points allowed. That sounds like a combination that equals getting pressure to Brady. And I mean, underratedly, trick. one of, which shocks me, I thought this was easily going to pass over the course of the season. It stayed true. One of the best pass defenses in the entire league. Now, that's another thing Brady struggles with. If you man up and get pressure, that is not, now with the Bucks' weapons, maybe he has a different set of weapons this season. And then I think where we, so I do believe Washington will limit Tom Brady and the Bucks, even with how potent their offense has been. My favorite bet on this game, I, you cannot bet 
on the football team to cover. You cannot bet on the football team to win this game. But what you can bet on is the football team making it hard on Brady and the Bucks and the Bucks team total under. That's what I was that's what I was feeling. Do you have that number in front of you? Do you have that in front? What's do you have the over under in front of you? It is it's probably like 27 26 so is my 45 guess. 45 on the game and the spread is 9 is 9. So 45 divided by 2. It's probably it's probably 27 26 and a half. Yeah. So will they get to 27? I say no. I'm fully with you there. Can we that. parlay that? Um, yeah, you can parlay that. Okay. All right. So that's a good uh let's just talk offense defense. Now the Bucks are missing offense. Bucks better than football team. Defense football team better than Bucks, but Bucks offense <laughs> a lot better than football team offense. The Bucks football de- team defense missing, a little bit better than Bucks. I think they're missing Devin White, who's been superstar for them this year. Um, but even with that, Alex Smith he's four and one, and that's what Bruce Arians is harping on. You he's know saying, what? Comeback player of the year. Let's 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 march Absolutely. off into the sunset with that. Absolutely, but he's missing. He, Arians is saying they're four and one with Smith as the starter. You can't look at them as a seven win team. You look at them as a four and one football team. I get it. It's coach speak. More value on the Bucks team total under or betting against both offenses and doing the game under. I find it's tough to fade Brady, but he's won a lot of playoff games 24 21. He's won, you know, he he's, hasn't always had this potent. You're telling me the football team is going to put on three touchdowns in this Probably game? Not. Probably, Probably not. Probably not. So for that reason, let's segue into my bookies, people's parlay, mybookie.ig backslash snapback sports. That's where we will be doing our wagering. I'm feeling a, I, I have a good sense. Let I, me just I give have a, a reminder feeling. to the people, though. These are the sharpest lines. That you will ever touch. Football Correct. is already the sharpest. And what that means, if you guys are new to betting, it means that smart people have spent all season and now they just have the most amount of data. And with more data is more information. More information is better educated guesses. So these to, are to, the- so, to put in summation what Jack just said, these people that he's referring to aren't us. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear how we go about our picks we do chip on the shoulders. We do narrative-based betting. And that's what we call betting with your nuts. Right. So you're and not going to get value. Don't. A place to get value is week one NFL. You're a beat reporter or you follow the team really closely. You know that Miles Boykin is getting first team reps out of the slot. And he matches up great with the Lions in week one. You can bet his prop and make a killing. But week 17, all that information, you know, there's nothing new for the most part, that's going to come into play. So these are sharp lines. With that being said, we're the sharpest guys in the biz. No one wins at 75%. Sharper than a knife. Sharper than a Um, knife. So you can probably take these picks straight if you want. We obviously parlay them for the fam. We gave away some stuff to the fam. In honor of hitting our Christmas Day, People's Parlay. People's Parlay, let's build it up. I think we're in conclusion here. Colts? Colts points. Let's take the Colts. I would like plus seven. That's just a personal ask of mine, whether or not we have to wait. Sure. Um, I don't like buying points, but I do like having a, a touchdown behind me. Number two, what do you like? You want to go Bucks under, or you want to go the game under in that game? Uh, let's go the game. I, I, like you said, I don't see the Washington scoring three touchdowns, and if we think kind of like the game under in Seattle and LA too, 
I I lean. I'm Rams. not taking an under in a Russell Wilson right, game. Right. I'm not. I lean Rams under. spread. I'm with you here. I think the Rams are going to be disruptive to Russ. They kind of always are, and I think Wofford has been good enough. I can, I can I can get behind that, and I think at the end, you know, Mitch, I love you, my dude. I I love you, Mitch Trubisky. But I think we're going to pound the same spread on this one. So. Okay, so we got Rams plus four, Saints minus nine, Colts plus seven, and Bucks Washington football. To team put in under to put 45. into perspective, I don't know if this is more telling of the Saints or Mitch Trubisky and the Bears, but Tom Brady is less of a favorite against a team that went seven and nine than Mitch is against the Saints. That's a wild concept to me. Don't even say the Bucks or the football team. It's Tom Brady versus a team that went seven and nine in the playoffs. Yeah, it's wild. It's and Mitch is, and Mitch is more of an underdog. Well, the the Bears won what one more game than them, so it's not yeah, like they it's were Mitch and Nick. It's Mitch yeah, and Nick. It's miles ahead. Peanut butter a few and wild jelly. card weekend betting nuggets, and this is why though I hate laying nine points because to me. NFL teams especially like a 16 a 15 point game throughout is a blowout and then one little backdoor bullshit and and because of the playoffs you're never going to see a team give up right so they're always going to be trying to go late um so I personally don't love laying nine points but I'm with you I do think they're going to blow them out so a few wild card weekend betting nuggets we'll go through them and then we'll lock in the people's parlay Underdog, 11-1 and one against the spread in the last 12 wildcard games. So we're betting on two of them, but we're laying the points in one. Under has hit in 17 of the last 22 wildcard games. We have an under here. This one, not so much. New Orleans is 2-9 and nine against the spread in its last 11 games in the playoffs as home favorites. It makes sense. People love to back them in the Superdome. They're always a great team, and they're always laying a lot of points. I think that I... I said last year the Vikings could score. Like they have a good offense. I don't see the Bears. I think the Bears were picking on bad defenses. Total has gone over in 12 of Pitt's last 14 home playoff games. So just some nuggets, some pieces of data to keep in mind. But uh, people's people's parlay, are we good on this? Should I, should I make the official? Lock that in. Lock that All in. All right. My bookies, people's parlay Rams plus four, Saints minus nine, Colts plus seven, Bucks, Washington under 45, bet 33. Win 400 at mybookie.ag backslash snapback sports. I feel good about that one. I feel good about that one. I feel really good. Bonus content. That's pretty much wraps up our wild card weekend, super wild card weekend pod. But apparently Abe wants to talk about the Eagles because he feels left out on wild card weekend. What's up, buddy? Thank you. How do you want to get involved here? Joe Judge. More tears than Eagleson after the World Juniors. (laughs) Listen, buddy. Jumping on a watermelon ass loser. They said all week they were going to play Nate Sudfeld. Don't blame us. Blame the NFL for flexing this game into prime time. If it happened at 4:15, no one would be saying anything. It is ridiculous how much right, of a story. Out. It's not ridiculous. It's no, it absolutely is absolutely not ridiculous. No, it is. It's it not. is ridiculous how much of a story this is. Like. All right, why are the Steelers not getting shit when the they needed the Dolph, the Dolphins needed their help? Eagleson, you want to chime in on that one? Like what? <laughs> what? What do you think no, about no, this whole I, thing? I I agree that it was announced ahead of time. They said they were going to do it. The only reason why I give like people have let's obviously go through the narratives that were used. 
win more than six games, which I agree with. If you want to be in the playoffs, <laughs> maybe don't have six wins. I'm sorry. Uh, number two, you were showing me, I saw a bunch of receipts of beat writers who were saying, we, the Gi- Giants I would never want to chase want this, Young. Right. I would never want the Giants to do this. And then they wanted to intentionally consistency, lose. Literally last consistency yeah. is all I want. Um, but when the, pl- when the Eagles players speak out, and there has been a few players who, were, who have actually said, I was disappointed in the decision. Yeah, it's confusing where the disconnect exactly, comes from. Exactly. It's confusing. Where, but I think the reason that this is brought into – the Eagles rested like 15 starters right. in the entire game. And they had the plan to bring in Sudfeld the entire time. It's just nobody really thought the football team would play as bad as they did, and it just so happened to be a game when the move was made. Once again, you missed the end of the game. I don't think yeah, no. You... I woke up. I woke up. I fell asleep at the end of the third because I just didn't give a shit. And I woke up to it was honestly beautiful. It was like Christmas morning to seeing the entire internet mad at my boys it was beautiful. So, so the reason why I think it took so many people off was not because they pulled guys or did any of that. It looked like they were actively trying to lose. Like I think that's the difference, right? When the Bills ah, but you're right? mistaken. We actually won. Exactly. But we when the Bills won. starters came out, they still crushed the Dolphins. The Steelers backups played the Browns. They were very competitive with a with a playoff team who had right. to win. No, but you're also they, talking about you know, how do how do I phrase this? Good football teams. I get that. I'm just trying to give you perspective. And I think what some people miss perspective on is yeah, if Subfeld had come in and not looked like the absolute Worst quarterback of all time. Like, legitimately, like, he didn't know how to play football. Jalen Hurts was 7 for 20 with a pick yeah, he was ass. and 80 two, yards. Two rushing touchdowns. I know. But it's not but like... How do you how do you make this into such a national story when every Monday, the entire season, there was a Tank for Trevor segment on ESPN right. <laughs> for the Jaguars and the Jets? Like, Jack, snapback fam, consistency. That's all I'll give you this. For. Giants fans, be more like my girlfriend. Um, my girlfriend was in her fantasy championship. Of course, they do a week 17 because it's their first They're... fantasy league for whatever reason. Uh, I benched Josh Allen for her because I thought that the Bills wouldn't want to. T- I, did, I didn't think Josh Allen would throw three touchdowns in 22 minutes of play, but of course he did. Against but that. they played the Dolphins. Exactly. So I bench him. He's sitting on the bench with 19. Going into Sunday night football, we need uh, 19 points. So who did I pick up? Jalen Hurts. He plays awful. And he gets pulled in the fourth quarter. We're down two points. If he plays the fourth, because of his running ability, it's tough to imagine him not getting those points. I FaceTime her. I'm thinking we're probably going to be on a break after this. That's that's the most logical decision after me specifically costing her a fantasy championship. She said, oh, well, that was fun. Uh, we'll get him next year. Giants fans, get them next year. Get them next year, all right? Get them next year. Take it out on us at the Lincoln Financial Field. Stop crying. One quick question, and then we'll end. I've had this discussion. Do you think that people will follow? I think that they're going to follow this Eagles pick, and then some people are saying, we're going to forget about this in a week. I actually think this will be... One of the more I sure hope they don't follow this Eagles pick exactly because it's bad. Because then I see Giants fans is like kill the Eagles for the next five years. Like first of all, you haven't killed us in the last ten. And years. if you if you don't already hate your division rival like that, like is this really what's setting you over the top? So I I think it does 
fit perfect. Eagleson just wrote in the chat, imagine just to fuck with people, we traded back to nine. <laughs> that would be great. But could you imagine? Uh, but listen, the Eagles, you have Devontae Smith on the board, you have Jamar Chase. Listen, I promise you, whoever we pick will not be good. Don't worry, Giants fans. I promise you. The difference between six and nine, what is it? Well, when you're really capped tight like the Eagles, it kind of sucks, you know? The, the difference to pay the ninth pick versus the sixth pick. Um, but Giants fans, stop crying. We won the game. I know we didn't actually, but we did. You lost. And now you're picking 11th and we're picking 6th. And your franchise has no direction, doesn't know who your quarterback is, and we have the baby goat. <laughs> That's all, Snapback fam. Go Titans! Snapback fam, go Ravens. We will talk to you on Sunday night, which is the exact same day as the Ravens lost. Whoa. 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 <laughs> That's some bad I, energy. I, I, was bringing up, I was bringing up my garage band to click out of the recording. I just heard that one. Oh, whoa. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.